Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. And I actually have some new content for you guys. So here it goes. In chapters 1 through 9 of 1 Chronicles, lists of people were listed. <clears throat> I am glad I still continue to read the chapters because there were so many great nuggets in these chapters. I love how in chapter 4, Jabez was more noble or honorable than his brothers and cried out to the Lord so he could be free from pain. God answered him in verses 9 and 10. God takes care of those who are obedient and love him. We may suffer even being righteous, but God addresses us in James 1, Psalm 73, Romans 5, 3 to 5, and so many other scriptures. God has a purpose in everything. And if my delight and joy and happiness is in God alone and not in having my desires and perfect circumstances fulfilled, I won't be as phased by my suffering because I already got who I need in my life. In addition, God even extends grace and mercy to those who he doesn't doesn't deserve it. You know? Yeah, so I, I feel like that too. I I don't deserve God's grace and mercy, but he still extends it. And that's why I just love him. But those who will be punished and have to deal with the consequences and may not be able to have a chance to repent before dying. In chapter 5, the firstborn son sinned. Defiling his father's marriage bed disqualified him from leaving, so his rights was given to the sons of Joseph, verse 1. Our sins have consequences, and we can lose the blessings from God and lose the purposeful will that God has in our lives. No sin is worth it. Nothing is worth that. I love that even though Judah was the strongest of his brothers, the rights of the firstborn went to Joseph, verse 2. God doesn't always use the strongest or best people for his will. God selects people who are willing and out of his grace and mercy. I want God to use me for his will in my life. I love how God helped the people because they cried out to him, prayed to him, trust God. Verse 20. God really moves when we have strong faith and move in fear with our faith. People had victory because it was God's battle. Verse 22. Sometimes things may seem impossible or difficult, but the battles are the Lord's. I must move in fear and trust God in the process. Half of the tribe of Manasseh were unfaithful to God and prostituted themselves to the gods of the people of the land. God brought them to exile in verses 25 to 26. Sin leads to consequences and separation from God. In chapter 9, verse 1, the following happened. All Israel was listening to genealogies recorded in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. They were taken captive to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness, end quote. In chapter 10, Saul killed himself and his arm bearer killed himself too. Also, it was said that verse 13 and 14, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. In chapter 11, David had become king over Israel in verses 1 through 3. The Jezebites said to David, said that David could not be in there. But David ended up capturing the fortress of Zion, city of David, in verses 4 to 5. It doesn't matter what people say, but what God says. I need to believe that... I need to believe this whenever I face opposition or persecution. I need to move in fear and believe and trust in God. I just need to do it without trying to protect something or someone that I shouldn't protect. I need to let go and let God lead everything. David became more and more powerful because God was with him in verse 9. David's mighty mighty warrior had victory in striking the Philistines down because of the Lord in verse 14. I love the people who sacrifice their lives so that David can can get water 
And he was so overwhelmed with gratitude that he did not even drink it in verses 18 and 19. David's money warriors and his actions was described in verses 10 to 47. It's great to know that David had a great community and people around him. This is why I do not believe that we can have a personal relationship with God by ourselves, but we need to have a strong biblical Christian community. Many of the mighty people in the Bible did things as a group. This is also discussed in chapter 12, verses 38 through 40. All these fighting men who volunteered to serve in the ranks, they came to Hebron fully determined to make King David king over Israel. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. The men spent three days there with David, eating and drinking, for their families had supplied the provisions for them. Also, their neighbors from as far as Exile, Zilbrin, and Nepal came bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. They were plentiful, and there were plentiful supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisin cakes, wine, olive oil, cattle, and sheep, for there was joy in Israel. Chapter 12 discussed about the warriors who joined David and the other people who joined David at Hebron. I know that some of David's men were described as the following. Verse 8. Some other Gertans deflected to David at his stronghold in the wilderness. They were brave warriors, very for battle and able to handle in the shield and spear. Their faces were the faces of lions, and they were as swift as the gazelles in the mountains. In chapter 13, David said, the whole assembly of Israel, they pointed David in the ark. They joined David in bringing. David said the whole assembly of Israel, and they joined David in bringing the ark of the God, the ark of God back. Verses one to three. It seemed good to the people, so it was done. Verse four. David and all the Israelites were celebrating and praising God. Verse eight. That's exactly what I want to do. Uzzahai put his hand on the ark and he died, verses 9-10. David was angry and fearful about it. He moved the ark of God to the family of Oban, Edom, and they were blessed by the Lord, verses 11-14. In chapter 14, David requires that the Lord would deliver the Philistines in his hand and if they should attack them, and God said yes. Verse 10, David did not care about anyone else's voice. Yes, God's God's just was enough. I need to do the same thing. I let other things influence me, and I need to stop doing that. David inquired the Lord about how to deal with the Philistines, and David obeyed. As a result, God gave him success in verses 13 through 16. I need to follow God to the T, even if it does not make sense or seem impossible. In chapter 15, in verse 2, then David said, no one but the Levites may carry the Ark of the God because the Lord chose them to carry the Ark of the Lord and to administer them before him forever. 13 through 15. It was because of you the Levites did not bring up the first time that the Lord our God broke out in the anger against us. We did not inquire him about how to do it in the prescribed way. So the priests and the Levites consecrated themselves in order to bring up the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel. And the Levites carried the ark of God with the poles on their shoulders as Moses commanded them in accordance to the word of the Lord. End quote. David learned that it wasn't the ark of the Lord that was the problem, but the lack of obedience and reverence for dealing with the ark of the Lord. I need to have this conviction whenever when I am having Bible studies, taking communion at church, and doing things for and with God. I love how David loved praising God and caused 
people to do the same in verse 16. God helped the Levites carry the ark of the Lord in verse 26. Make our daughter Saul, Saul David, and spice him in her heart in verse 29. In chapter 16, David sacrificed burnt and fellowship offerings in verse 2, blessed the people in the name of the Lord, verse 2, appointed some of the Levites to administer before the ark of the Lord in verse 4. I love how David praised the Lord and talked about the great things the Lord has done in verses 7 through 36. I love how he also said in verse 11, look to the Lord in his strength, seek his face always, 39 through 40. David left Zippoth the priest. And his fellow priests before the tabernacle of the Lord at the high place of Gibeon to present burnt offerings to the Lord on the altar of the Lord, offering regularly morning and evening in accordance to everything that was written in the law of the Lord, which he have given to Israel. End quote. David returned home to bless his family in verse 43. In chapter 17, God used Nathan to deliver the message to David, giving him the promise of God in verses 1 through 15. David won't be the one to build guard a house to dwell in verse 4 david gave a prayer in awe and gratitude and wonder of god in verses 16 to 26 i want to praise god right away and i love how on the title david was verse 16 to 17 now david went in and sat before the lord and he said who am i lord god what is my family that you have brought me this far and if it and if and as if this was not enough in your sight my god you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant you Lord God, have looked on me as though I were the most exalted of men. End quote. In chapter 18, God gave David victories in battles. I love, I love David had the following response. He had a great response. In verse 11, King David dedicated the articles of the Lord as he had done in the silver and gold he had taken from all the nations, Edom and Moab, the Endomites and the Philistines and Amorak. The Lord gave David victory everywhere he went in verse 13. In chapter 19, David defeats the Amorites. In chapter 20, Joab, not David, led the armed forces when it was time to go for war. David removed, remained in Jerusalem. This happened in, chapter, in verse 1. In addition, there were multiple wars with the Philistines. So thank you so much for listening to Transform My Asia's podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Take care. Bye for now.